Hey budding lawyers, welcome to the podcast. Today we are going to talk about working as a lawyer in the United Arab Emirates with Ms. Mansi Lalwani. Mansi first completed her bachelor's in philosophy and then in law from Mumbai. Now she is working as a legal consultant at Cresco Legal in Dubai, UAE. She also works as a pro bono legal consultant at a brand named Swara, the voice of women. Hi Mansi. Hi, hi Prasanna. So first let's start with your story of bagging a job in Dubai. Uh so what's what's what was your plan and how did it all happen? All right. So as uh, you know that I did my bachelor's of arts from Sophia College for Women uh, Bombay. and my uh, major was philosophy and then i did 3 years law from kc law college uh in the final year of law uh, or let's say i know i always wanted to create an international profile for myself because um, i want to study further i want to go for my masters i would like to explore the world and uh, that's where the plan of interning outside india came into picture in the final year but when i was about to enter into my final year and i started applying for internships outside india because there's a span where you know uh, when the exams get over and you're about to begin with your next year and there was a good amount of time at that point of time because the court was making a few decisions about our curriculum and syllabus and we were already aware about it that this is going to happen soon so i thought all right you know this is a great opportunity where i can go out and work for a couple of months and that's where that year itself i started applying at a couple of places in dubai and uh, i finally landed up in cresco legal as an intern and the internship was for 3 months and um, at the end of my internship uh they offered me a job of a legal consultant because in in dubai or let's say in uae you can't be you can't be working as a lawyer because mm. uh, one of the reasons you are not a local so you can't go to the court so i i my designation is a legal consultant here so that's how i landed up with a job over here after the internship ended okay So did you keep any other countries in mind too like did you apply anywhere else too or it was just emirates No not really a lot of people actually end up going to london uh, but uh, when i came to dubai um, one of the main reasons i chose dubai was because if you if you look at dubai it's the corporate hub uh, you will find uh, people from all over the world over here doing businesses working and you know uh, trying to make a living over here so when you come and work here you will not only find people uh, like let's say arabs you will find people from different nationalities you will find someone like for example in my own firm there are people who are working from philippines there is someone from russia there is someone from seychelles there is someone from mauritius then we are indians my md himself the main cresco md is from switzerland and my legal head again md is from india then there is someone from syria as well so uh, even like let's not go towards the whole uae but let's only focus on my firm right now there's so many nationalities working in one office so i wanted that exposure and that is one of the reasons i chose dubai and it was really close 
to India as well, and which is one of the biggest uh, advantages because I, I would love to stay close to my family, and it's just three hours away. And again, I I couldn't think of any other place better than this because, as I said, it's a corporate hub. All major businesses, all major companies are located over here, at and like how we say, it's just at a doorstep. Like it's just a, it's just two steps away. In the same way, Dubai is just three hours away for me, and it made it very easy for me to make a decision for my career. And I think it is it is a brilliant decision, which I have until. like in my whole law school i think this was the best decision that i came down to dubai because right now the the kind of cases i'm handling they're not just relate uh, they're not just uh, limited to middle eastern countries they are much more wider uh, my whole work experience is international mm okay and i i would just like to know more about how how was the culture over there as you said that there were so many nationalities uh, people belong to okay so i am very sure that it would be a great experience for you working there even in your internship period right yes yes it was definitely something very different you know what i uh, what i experienced when i came here i could uh, see the good part about my firm is that uh, we we are a family and at the same time we have our own individuality so when i came it was a bit strange in the beginning uh, because you know when you come to a place you take time to adjust but the good part was uh, they they welcomed me they they made me feel comfortable so that was a very big advantage in this form for me of course it was very different but um, it doesn't feel any different anymore i mean it hardly took me a week or so to to get comfortable and of course the credit goes to them as well to because they were the ones who made me feel comfortable and it 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 is it plays a great role uh, even you know wherever you go in the world how how the other companies welcoming you it will always it will always play a major role in your career because that will help you to grow in a form because if you're not welcomed if they don't make you feel comfortable you will not be able to work on your ideas you will not be able to speak your mind so over here because of the comfort level i feel really comfortable and that has helped me to grow not only professionally but even as a person altogether okay so how how was the selection procedure like how did you apply there and like according to you what are the main points uh, the recruiters there look for like while considering an application any internship application um, i wouldn't be able to point out uh, what points they looked into but uh, i can simply tell you that uh, i applied in all the firms i could find online i didn't go through anyone and nobody recommended it to me yes but i of course heard about cresco legal through a friend of mine and it's like okay let's try there's no harm in trying so apart from this firm i applied in other 10 to 15 firms and i got into three so but i chose cresco legal because of course the um, of course because of their welcoming nature and i could see myself thriving when i'll come to this place so um they we did a interview and the interview lasted for 40 to 45 minutes 
there was first procedure where uh, my HR, she called me and she did a basic interview, you know, just to check whether I could speak English properly, whether I will be able to adjust, you know, just the basic mm. requirement, the first step. And then the next step was directly uh, the meeting with uh, the legal MD and the main MD of Presco. Uh, at that time, we we had uh, a different MD. Now he passed away. He was the one and the current legal MD. He took my interview and the main Cresco head. He took my interview, of course. So the interview lasted around 40, 45 minutes. Uh, the good part was, the best part, in fact, I should say, they they weren't expecting anything out of me. They knew I am passing out from college and uh, I am coming to learn. So what, what they focused about more was the attributes, you know, whether I will be able to cope up with work, whether I'll be able to adjust with everyone or not, what are my speaking skills. And of course, they looked at my profile, how wide it was and how exposed I was because it, it, it does help them because then their clients coming in, you know, a person who, who has knowledge, so they, they, they tested my general knowledge a bit. So that was one thing. Um, but it was, one of the main questions I still remember, they were like, how will you be able to cope with the change of law? And I think you only know during the law school, every semester we are studying a new law. <laughs> there, and in the same way, I came here and I just adopted what was given to me and, and corporate law what I'm practicing over here is completely corporate law. I can't practice criminal law because of course I can't go to the courts. So yeah. I'm doing compliance here, I'm doing corporate work and much more. So, you know, corporate law and company law is same all mm. over the world, mostly the same, like, you know, mm. all the laws are generally the same. So it, it made it easier for me. And of course, they, they helped me grow. Again, as I told you, they, they let me write articles. They, they gave me a lot to do. As in, uh, they just they used to give me random contracts to draft, which I have never heard of. And I learned a lot because they, they wanted me to learn. So they never expected anything out of me. They were very well aware that I'm a fresher. I'm coming out of college and I, or I'm like in the last year of my law school. So, you know, that balance really helped me out they were they were never ever expecting out of me oh you know what she will know all the laws by heart mm -hmm. and we all are learning at the end of the day that's that's all that's what my senior tells me we all are learning and because every every day there is some or the other new law coming and we only have to interpret it yeah sometimes we're not even given the interpretation mm -hmm. so that's where you know a good guide a good mentor comes into picture as well and finger like you know i i have to thank god for this that i have the one of the best mentors in the world at the moment <laughs> exactly and uh, it's it's the learning point is very important as even if you know the law and which you are working in but there will be many other skills apart from the law which you have to learn and which you keep on learning every day because every day life throws you many challenges at you <laughs> and that's why you have to overcome that and true Presently, a few things are always one should remember that i was just having a conversation with my friend today morning so we were talking about punctuality honesty and loyalty they are core values 
these values nobody can take it away from you skills can be acquired you can learn law by learning you can learn the court craftsmanship by getting trained under a brilliant lawyer or a brilliant counsel maybe you're born with it but nobody can take the core values out of you and and i think one of the reasons is that that i have always maintained my core value and because of my parents they are also very hard working i've never seen my dad getting late so and even right now my md at cresco i've never seen that person coming late to office and and all those things really really are important because you can always acquire a skill you can always read a new book you can always learn something new but these core values nobody can ever take it away from you and that that is that is the only thing which will set you apart from the crowd yeah agree completely so i think these these are the main points any recruiter especially hrs and all look out for when they are uh, recruiting new like interns or any new employees i really hope they do, do look at these points <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so yeah uh, you were saying that we can't work there as a like we can't appear in courts over there right but if like you are working there as a legal consultant but after some time if you like working there in dubai and you want you are interested in litigation uh, is there any scope there can you like, take up some exams there are bar exams and so and then start working in litigation there yeah so um there is one court where you can go that is difc courts dubai international financial center uh, of course there is some eligibility for that uh, i can share the link with you and you can share with the viewers and or, or the audience Uh, there is some process of course to register for it you need certain uh, years of work experience but again all the uh, all other matters could be registered there but in order to go to the local court over here you need to need to be a citizen of ua but otherwise in the difc courts you can register even if you're not a citizen of ua you can if you're even an expat even a law firm can register over there so i'll certainly share the link with the viewers and uh, i think that will be a great help for anyone who who wants to come and set up a career in ua in future okay and if you want to work in like other courts in litigation then you have to take the citizenship first and then fulfill their eligibility so uh, recently only uae has started offering citizenship before that you couldn't take citizenship of ua you know uh, and they have again certain requirements you need to invest a certain amount or you need to be a doctor or i think you need to belong to a different uh, artistic profession uh, then only you can become a citizen so again those rules are completely different and uh, i i i don't see any clarification which has come out until now so again we have to watch out how how they are going to do that okay this is something new i keep to know okay so you are working as a legal consultant but can you tell us more about your work profile at cresco so yeah we have mostly contractual work uh, we do a lot of retainer work so there are people who have outsourced uh, the legal work to us so we charge them a retainer fee 
and other than that we have a couple of cases going on like there are some fraud cases going on so currently one of the biggest cases which i'm handling is uh, is in the jurisdiction of bermuda it's a fraud case and uh, it's going to take some time and uh, yeah so there is um, you will see the there is a diversity in in the work profile so let's say i'm not just doing a fraud case or i'm not just simply drafting one kind of agreement i will always be drafting different kinds of agreement i will always see uh, my clients are from different parts of the world you know so recently i am helping one of my clients who belong from filipino nationality to do some investment work so you know everything is very diverse you you just can't simply limit something over here and uh, whereas when i was uh, interning in india like you know you have to choose that okay i want to work with a divorce lawyer as an mm. intern to get an exposure uh, or let's say i want to work in a corporate firm to get an exposure about some corporate world but over here everything is too diversified so sometimes i even uh, consult my clients for family law cases as well okay so i can't really say you know what i'm going to do tomorrow something mm. new will come up and i have to jump into it so recently we have even done bonds uh, we we are doing funds as well we are registering our funds in seychelles at segdex like how we have share market in india over there it's known as segdex so that is also happening i do compliance work as well we do a lot of compliance i do a full background check for my um, for any upcoming clients or let's say any client who wants to incorporate a company by so it's a very diversified profile i would i would say you know i i just can't define one work hmm. there's nothing stream over here so every day something is new yeah and it has been like that from the starting yes it has been like this since day one hmm. is uh, i i don't remember you know a single day where i didn't have any new work i always had a new kind of agreement to draft or even if it's the same agreement i had a new challenge to put in so yeah it's 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 quite interesting you know but um, let's see how it goes uh, so as you have such diverse experience uh i hope you also have some interesting stories to tell us <laughs> from your experiences i do but uh, i'm so sorry i can't disclose matters uh, you know the confidential yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so i i can't uh, disclose cases at all but hmm. uh, all i can say it's it's you know law is adventure so that's all i can say <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um like this is the work you do that we got to know but how is the work culture there in law firms generally and if you know something like i guess uh, you told me that you have the first job it's the first job over there okay you haven't worked before uh, in india so from your friend circle or anywhere else from what you know about indian law firms can you compare it like how is the work culture different so uh, i would say a lot of my friends who are working in india they don't have work life balance at all the good part for me over here is that yes we do have work we we do have uh, sometimes a lot of work 
but we do have good work life balance here like you know like from what i hear from my friends um their health is like going down day by day they are unable to give time to their families they are overworking overtime i think it it all the profession is such but over here i find that there is work life balance like i can come back to my family i can come back to my husband at the end of the day and we can have a chat but when i speak to my friends i see they don't have that privilege you know they they are slogging they are working long hours over here no we do our work uh, we have a very uh, nice balance of work uh, again the good part is our md does pushes us to work harder and we are expected or let's it's not expected i would say but yeah you know we feel when there's a need to work or go out of the day go out of the way and work so for example during corona we had a huge uh, assignment going on we had a huge project going on where a client was sitting in europe and we were literally coordinating so we were awake until 2 o'clock in the morning and working that was required you know that was urgent but if something is you know not really urgent i would say or let's say you know we 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 try and you know put an end to the day we we don't keep on slogging even during the time when we were working from home we had the liberty to turn off our computers at 6 pm sharp and have a life after that you know it wasn't like oh you know what because we have a system at home we we kept on working until 11 no there were times we had to because it was urgent but we we had that boundaries we have that balance at a at our workplace that we can switch off the systems by 6 pm and we can have a life after that so yes there is a good work life balance over here yeah that is one thing uh, i don't know how, when world really really needs it and um, i don't know how many people will agree to it yes we should be working harder we were, we should be working effectively everything is important but you know we all are humans at the end of the day and that's what i always tell everyone that you know if you want to really go somewhere after 10 20 years if you want to continue having the same energy then you need break at the end of the day you need to have that 7 hours of sleep now a lot of people will say no you know what you're not being efficient you're not being effective i would say no i need my 7 hours of sleep because i need to use my brain next day and i know my body will not accommodate with yeah. me if i don't get those 7 hours of sleep or proper meals in a day because that is important yes work is very important for me as well and it is everything for me but again if i don't have a proper health i know it my work will suffer so why to make it suffer just take care of your health and automatically work will be in place yeah and it's not only about health you have other things to do as well in your life so you need time for that everything can be compromised you know spending time with your friends could be compromised but if your health is gone it's gone it's there's no coming back and look what has happened to the world recently everything stopped i remember i got i also got covid in november and it was bad i couldn't the strain was bad for me i couldn't sit straight for even 20 minutes sometimes so if my health is not proper i won't be able to sit in front of a system speak to you or work properly so you know 
every every firm or every company should understand that the health is really important for all the employees not just physical health mental health as well exactly and if you need a break take a break call in a sick leave if you don't feel mentally fine because i would rather prefer being 100% present at my work you know i would rather like prefer being at home instead of you know being absent at work so it's really important how you want to take this thing hmm okay so so this question most of our audience is waiting to listen <laughs> so what are the most important things one should focus on uh and how should one plan if they want to work in dubai as a lawyer okay that's a very interesting question uh when i applied uh i applied directly online uh and i applied at least in 10 around 10 to 15 firms and i got into three of the firms when i applied for my internship uh but what you can do is uh uh you can check out the linkedin uh, job page because a lot of uh, job listings right now you can see there are a lot of people a lot of jobs are uh, being posted on linkedin that is a very helpful platform if you know someone in dubai of course that's going to help you out but for me uh, online portal was a was a big advantage one day i just searched on google that i were like you know all the law firms in dubai and i started applying Uh, but about Cresco Legal, I I did definitely hear it from a friend of mine in law school, and uh, of course, then I applied there and I got in. Uh, so uh, that is one thing. Other than that, you you should definitely think whether Dubai is the place for you, uh, because some people prefer going to London. so you have to see the place wise uh, whether it it is going to work out for you or not because uh, dubai is majorly the corporate work what you will get to do not uh, you will not get to do criminal work as i mentioned earlier because you can't go to the courts but of course then there are difc courts uh, as i mentioned earlier so you have to decide whether you you are into corporate law or not because if if you are into that corporate culture then dubai is the best place you can come and work and have a life here because look around yes uh, dubai uh, if a few years back if you look dubai was nothing and now dubai has everything all big companies are here not necessarily that you have to go and uh, work in a law firm you can even be an in-house legal counsel so um, yeah so if you're totally into corporate culture if you're into that corporate environment you want to be or you would like to be a big person in the corporate world then yes dubai is the place you should come to and you can plan on having a career ahead otherwise you have different places you can even choose us you can clear a us bar and you know have a life over there as well yeah and uh, regarding references you uh, when we had our first conversation on a on call you were speaking at length on this like references is not the only thing <laughs> and references will yes. not get you the job <laughs> yeah absolutely and it is this is a very firm message to everyone that okay you know what i can give you a reference but i you know and not i anyone can give you a reference but at the end of the day if you do not perform 
I'm sorry, no reference is going to do charm for you. At the end of the day, you have to bring results. At the end of the day, you have to prove yourself. And I would say a lot of people, you know, come and ask, oh, you know what, can you recommend me? Or do you know someone? And I would say, uh, did you do any homework? Do you do any background work? What form you want to get into? And they're like, uh-uh, we don't have any idea. So I would say, do a bit of background work, do some homework before asking someone, you know, because it would assure them that, oh, you know what, that this person knows a bit, this person wants to be there. Because some people just come like, okay, you know what, I've given you the reference and yeah, it will happen. No, it doesn't work that way. People, people look into much more deeper things and it is very important for you to research and do your background work before you come and even ask someone to help you get a job i mean i would love to if anybody is in dire need but i would prefer that people who are coming to me should come with that heart and soul yes i'm ready to put in it and you know i have done my background work i i will be able to cope up because sometimes what happens is even if i recommend you and you get in let's say to any place xyz and what if you don't like the work what if you're not aware of what is going on around so mentally prepare yourself it's not just a matter of job your job defines you who you are your 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 company will help you grow for example my company has immensely helped me grow as a person like I have developed so many beautiful relationships over the span of last two years. And I have learned so much, not just professionally. I have, you know, uh, you are not just dealing with a client. You're dealing with someone. You have one chance where you can either um, make that person feel comfortable for life or uncomfortable for life. You have that one chance to create an impression or, you know, make that person feel home. So, so all of these things really, really matter. Like, for example, at my firm, you know, even, even if it's someone's very slightest achievement, or let's say, you know, even if we miss someone's birthday, they will make sure even if the person is returning after 10 days, we will get a cake for that person. Just to make that person feel special, you know, everyone wants to feel respected, everyone wants to feel welcomed. So these things are very, very important. And again, references part, please do the background work before you ask anyone to refer you because you really need to earn the person's trust, whoever is recommending you because that person's name is involved at the end of the day. Yeah. Can you tell us about a few of the most challenging problems you have faced thus far there, working there? Yeah, maybe. Uh, not challenging, but I think law is challenging. Um, yeah, when I had to look into a completely new jurisdiction, I was like, okay, because you're not just looking at one particular set of law or act, then everything is related well, this is this is lawyer's job. So it is challenging at the end of the day. So yeah, there are no challenges as such. No, no, no. There are no challenges as such because our, our profession is full of challenges. And if there are no challenges, our profession would be so boring. People will, I think half of the people sometimes come and do law just because they want to go and argue in the court and feel challenged at the end of the day. Most of <laughs> but them. No, I haven't. Especially those people. <laughs> 
yeah watching movies uh, grew up watching movies yeah, bollywood movies is there <laughs> yeah my mom said you love to argue i think you should become a litigator who knew i'm not going to become a litigator i told her i don't want to be i don't want to go in litigation i'm very well off wherever i am i like my job i love what i'm doing and uh, i have bigger plans i would rather focus on that i don't want to go to court sir mm-hmm. okay so the last question please share an incident from your career which is very memorable to you uh there is no particular incident i would say uh, actually they all or uh, like each moment i spend at my work is very dear and special to me uh but one of the most important uh, projects i would say is asia juris especially you know since people in india are going to hear this asia juris is an organization which is a chapter of euro juris where uh, lawyers from all over asia come and it's a platform where we discuss again it's a networking group and there are different educational groups on it where we come and discuss various topics so for example uh, last year when we couldn't uh, host the conference we we conducted several webinars throughout the year and there were topics mainly focusing on asia like there were topics like you know retirement plan in thailand retirement plan somewhere in philippines or let's say you know we we focused about how 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 asia is going to recover from this corona so they were uh, very esteemed guests on those platforms and for those webinars who 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 gave uh, wonderful uh, insights about such topics i can share the link with you you can check it out and if you would like to be a member of this organization of course you can register there and become a member and there are a lot of advantages to it you you are just not limited to then the asian part of the world you you get exposed to the european part as well you you get to meet you get to learn how things are being practiced how how law is being practiced in a different part of the world altogether so that is one thing and another other than that uh, one of my favorite things would be you know how how should i put it across it would be for me would be the criticisms i received from my senior at my workplace i have a notebook at my work whenever you know my senior comes and he'll be like okay mas you know this something it's not done in the right manner i would take out my notebook and i start writing it so for me i will always remember doing this because that is the only thing which is going to help me grow and it is a suggestion to everyone that wherever you are working whichever workplace or whichever profession you are associated to yes you should focus on the compliments you receive but put more focus on you know when someone comes and gives you the feedback especially your seniors because they know you you know they they want you to grow and if you focus more on the feedback it will help you to grow further in life and you will see a change in your career you will see how how uh, next time when you're drafting a contract you will see that you know you are keeping that point in your mind if you can take a mental note well and good but again law has a lot of things to teach you so for me a notebook works very well so i always go with the notebook 
theory because that has always helped me grow and in the span of last two years i've al already filled like two notebooks because that feedback is going to help me grow as a person and wherever i'll go i know i'll be carrying those notebooks with me until unless i stop committing that mistakes because honestly you you don't you don't master the art of drafting a contract overnight it takes years and years for you to draft a perfect contract a flawless contract and and those are the only things which are going to help you when you suppose if you if you learn about a new kind of agreement for example i recently learned about a different kind of agreement and uh, it was uh, i think non solicitation and it was purely about non solicitation and uh, it was new to me i have never heard about it and i wrote it down i researched about it what does it exactly mean because usually we end up only putting a particular clause of non solicitation you know we only put a single clause we have never drafted the full contract out of it so that was a teaching point for me so i made sure that i am writing all the clauses and i make sure that i i i learn the meaning out of each and every clause whatever clause i'm going to put into it so these things definitely definitely help you out and make sure that you go back and revise at the end of the day whatever mistakes you have committed or whatever feedback you have received i do it weekly i always open my register at the end of the week and i'll see you know whatever mistakes i committed or whatever feedback i received from my senior i'll go and i'll look into it and i'll make sure that i work on it and even if i'm not absolutely right that's where my seniors come into picture they are there for you they are there to guide you so do not hesitate or you know take those feedbacks in a very very positive way because they want you to grow they they were once upon a time they were also in your place and there was a right mentor behind them there was a right guide behind them and that is the reason they are your mentors now they are that is the reason they are where they are because they they took this uh, feedback in a very positive way so yeah so these two uh, things uh, are my favorite if i have to put it the most favorite one is asia juris because we started asia juris we we were the one man asia juris like you know it's still a baby for me it is going to i hope it it grows big one day and the other thing is uh, when my senior comes with a feedback for me and and i i really do look forward to sometimes i do get disheartened but again uh, you have to take it in a, in a positive way at the end of the day otherwise you are going to hamper your growth so this was really uh, like it was a memorable thing uh, for you and it is something very kind of important for the audience like you must also keep something like not necessarily a notebook but do make a note of it somewhere uh, so that you improve Ooh. yeah thanks mansi for this informative conversation and sharing your experience with us thank you so much for having me here thank you so much i hope this uh, podcast helps and if anyone has any question they can approach me via linkedin i'm always there if you have any doubts if you if you need any further clarification on any of the topics we spoke about like difc asia juris anything i'm always available on linkedin you can ping me and uh, you can let me know i'll be there and thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you like this episode then you must also check out our other episodes available here and follow us here so that you don't miss out a new episode thank you